Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Eight minutes after two. So this is the men's forum. And for the very first time, unapologetically, we have a woman on the the men's forum. Uh, CEO of Love Life is here. Linda, Dr. Linda Ngube is here. And then somebody who's probably going to just take my job now again. Rems Mabot is back, back on the radio, <laughs> who is founder of Future Kids. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank Good you for you, the invitation. Uh, far away from Santa. <laughs> You are so, you are, you know, throwing shade all over. So, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's wonderful to have you both here. But what brings you both here is a conversation that I think is so important to have because it has been bugging me. I think very few of us are brave to have this conversation because um, there is a lot of bullying out there. It's not, a, it's not trendy. It's not fashionable. It's uncomfortable. And I want to have it because I want to make the point that it's not either or. I want to ask a very tough question about while we have take a girl child to school, to work, and all the wonderful programs that everybody has, um, what's going to happen to our boy children? Okay. Um, You know... Our boy children, I don't think it's a a question of what will happen. It is what has happened to our boy children. So in trying to address, and rightly so, the girl child that's been left behind, we've tilted the scale to create another imbalance. So we now have got boys. You're saying it's already happening. It's already happening. What we are seeing are the results of angry... um, neglected boys whose voices are being oppressed they're being suppressed and uh, I have been saying to anybody who cares to listen that the boy child in society is the most oppressed depressed, suppressed human being and there's a lot of complex factors that build that kind of human being but the end result is what we're seeing the fruits of broken men that should have been built into strong children so that we don't get to a point where we're fixing, but have created the right route to produce the right fruit. Rams, you are at the cold face of this. You, you're already seeing it, isn't it? Every single day. So, so I, I, I want to, to say, because I know what Dr. Linda is saying, people should not mishear her. Mm-hmm. She is not saying we should not do women or girl mm. development. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have not even done enough of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, if problems that we find in society are man-made, mm-hmm. then we're dealing with a symptom. Mm-hmm. We're not dealing with a problem. We, why are we leaving that factor that matters so much in creating this balance that we need in society? And this is how boys or men react to successful women. Resentment, anger, mm-hmm. fear. So the cycle continues forever and ever because we are not dealing with these suppressed, oppressed people that are out there called men, young men. We're joined also by Reverend Bafana Kumalo, Senior Strategist and Advisor at Songke Gender Justice. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're having a difficult conversation. I'm saying I've seen a lot of effort going into young girls 
and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. We need to pull young girls to to all sorts of wonderful directions. But I'm concerned about what's happening to the boy child who nobody talks about, who nobody is taking um, under their wing to do stuff. Small pockets of what people like Rams are doing are there. But as a national agenda, I worry that I think we've left the boys behind. Yes, I, I agree with my colleagues. I mean, I caught uh, the good doctor's uh, intervention uh, at almost tail end. But generally, I agree with the sentiments. Uh, my, my view as well is it's not either or, mm-hmm. it's both end. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason why the emphasis of gender interventions are focusing on women. Mm-hmm. Those are historical. Yes. I don't think anybody disputes the fact that women, particularly black women, are at the bottom of our developmental uh, agenda broadly have been for many years. Mm. We've made some strides since uh, democracy, but I don't think nearly enough as Brems uh, has indicated. <clears throat> but I, I think, colleagues, what is missing for me, <clears throat> because these developments that we have in society do not necessarily exclude boys because they are boys. Mm. What is missing is the issues that form what it means to be a man in our society, how we uh, help our young people, young men particularly, to understand masculinities, to understand what it means to be a man, what is responsible behavior, how do they relate to women. So you have, um, in a sense, as uh, Rams has said, a lopsided intervention because whilst we do these important things which we must do with young women particularly, Mm -hmm. with women broadly, we have left the men out of that discourse. So you have a mismatch now where you have women who are astute, who understand a lot of these issues. And of course, women still have to hustle, you know, because, I mean, as Stats has indicated just a few weeks ago, even with the level of education that women have acquired, women are still paid less than what they should than men. So there's still lots of work that we need to do in that regard. But what is missing for me is how have we prepared these young men to then engage with these women who are empowered, who are understanding, uh, you know, the legal framework, who understand that they need to be treated in a particular way without an intentional program that helps these young men educate them to be ready to engage. You then have this mismatch where there's a a backlash, if you like. Mm where people think women's development is at the expense of boys, mm. which is not necessarily the case. But it's because of this, I think, for me, mismatch that we are not seeming to be talking the same language in what we call a gender continuum. Mm-hmm. You know, that whilst we have to focus on, yes, indeed, addressing uh, the challenges that we have in terms of women development, how do we deal with men, as Rem says, several of these issues we are talking about, the cause are men. You know, levels of violence against women, it's men. Femicides, intimate partner violence, those are, pe- are perpetrated by men. So whilst we can say to women, these are the laws that you have, you can get a protection order, you can go to the police station, you can do what. What are we doing to this man who sits at their home, mm-hmm. who does not even know that there's a thing called a protection order and what that means? Sure. You know, so I think for me, that's where we need to plug the gap. How do we bring everybody into the same conversation so that we are all speaking the same language, as it were? I mean, Doc, we've seen this. In the U.S., I think this is a big conversation where African uh, uh, African women 
are doing so well. They are they, they are prospering, while black men are in sitting in prison. You know that scale has completely tipped, and and it's not working. It's it's a big problem. In fact, as as they sit now having to deal with what we are dealing with. In fact, somebody said the other day that while they as women were happy with the introduction of the army for for argument's sake, they were talking about the army specifically in the Cape Town in Cape Town. They're saying. Immediately, the immediate response to what's happening in their families are that the thugs are sitting at home and they in the home are afraid. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So they are, as women are saying, yes, you've taken them off the streets. Yes. I'm now sitting having to deal, deal with, with this, this thug in, in my house. Yeah. I don't want him in the house. He is a danger to us, my children, me. It's, you know, we, as you said, we're dealing with the symptoms all the time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what I'd like to take you back is just uh, one step back in terms of what's happening with the boy child mm -hmm. because it is important to also understand that government is doing something about the boy child. Mm -hmm. So the uh, deputy presidency has got a men making change uh, program okay. that also has a boys making change program. Okay. However, the challenge that we find is that we all know government cannot do everything. Now go to corporates mm. and try and find money oh, no. for empowering of the boy child. I've That's been told people are said, I said, oh, it's a pity if it was for girls. It was yeah. for girls. I get they that say, every day. Apparently they say, oh, it's, it's a pity. You know, if this program was yeah. for girls, girls men, they wouldn't we would give it, it to you yesterday. Mm. And and some of these problems we're dealing with, we've created for ourselves. Mm. The Rams and I were having a chat just before we came in here to say which corporate is going to be brave enough to risk its brand and take a boy child to work. What do we think is happening to those boys when the girls are being taken to work and they're sitting with you in the studio and it's all over the show? How do those boys feel inside? Because this problem has got to start with sol being sol solving the self mm. of the boy. Mm. And if we're constantly doing things that knock, his himself, knock the self of mm. that boy, we're going to have a challenge. And the issue for me is bigger than just the killing women. They're killing each other. Mm. So Stats essay about 2014 released a report on the state of youth in South Africa. Mm. What's happening with the youth? Found that girls, what's killing girls? HIV AIDS. And we know that. Yeah. And huge yeah. interventions yeah. around that. Mm. What's killing boys? Boys. Violence. Other oh. boys. Mm. Violence. Oh. They're toxic killing each other. Yeah. Toxic. They're killing girls and they're killing themselves. Mm. So if you look at the suicide rates in South Africa, yeah. for every one female suicide, we've got 4.6 male mm. suicides. Goodness. The bulk of which are between 15 and about 35. Mm. That's the bulk of the people who are committing suicide in South Africa. Gosh. So we really need to have a conversation that says, how do we get violence out of the DNA of our boy children. Yeah. And that's why you've got a woman talking about boys because mm -hmm. I'm a mother of a boy and I've got all these sons who are by extension, mm -hmm. his friends become my mm -hmm. sons. Mm -hmm. And I see it. I see they don't have spaces where can, they can talk, mm -hmm. where they can let out their frustrations. Mm -hmm. I see the little things that can just get Trigger. them triggered. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have a mother, they don't have a mentor that they can call, um, they don't have somebody that's a safe space for them then that anger just piles but, but part of our problem also is that we don't have holistic programs. So yeah. it's very all good that government says they are programs. In your lived experience, in your daily life, and you live, for instance, in inner city Johannesburg, right? And as a boy, you are physically challenged. Your body wants to do stuff. 
you don't have space to play soccer you don't have space to go and literally do anything as a growing young child even girls need spaces to exercise yeah. mm. to yeah. move yeah. around and stuff right yeah. what do you think is going to happen to that boy what do you think is going to happen to that child so so before i respond to yes. that i need to add that by the way the violence that men visit on society is not only uh gender violence and stuff mm. like that we Look at the Zondo Commission. Mm. Who's who's violating the state? Mm. It's men. Mm. So it's also violence that's created by men on 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 our fiscals, on everything that we need to mm. run a society proper. Mm. So one of the things I said to people is that the, we don't have those programs that we talk about. Every piece of land in the township is mm. now a home. Yep. Yep. People yep. have to have homes. You know, yep. we have to also understand that. Mm. But I I argue that. But we can also do other things. I I was in Springs. This weekend, speaking at a church, yeah, uh, yes, me, I did. And, uh, <laughs> I was holding back. <laughs> Rems, I was saying that like it's, a, it's not a good thing. <laughs> oh. She doesn't trust me. I know. It's not about you. Oh, okay. Reverend, so you know, that's <laughs> a conversation for another day. day. Yes, you <laughs> do all the time after church. Yes. <laughs> and I was saying to them, one of the best ways of grooming people or mentoring people is to occupy their hands. Mm. Mm. But the best way for me is through service. Mm. Mm. There are so many things in the townships that our boys can do can to do. fix themselves. Yeah. And in that time, they then have no time to be idle mm. and also think about yep. things that derail them yep. from, mm. from developing as human beings. Because mm. I think what makes, by the way, I, I spoke about, let me use someone like the Reverend, yeah. what he comes and does on a Sunday yeah. at church it's called fellowship. It's not this job. Mm. What it does between Monday and Saturday mm. is actual service. Mm. What we don't see daily, what he does mm. every single day. Mm. And I said, so what do we do with these boys? Mm. They go to school, they come back, they do nothing. We, mm. And we see, then we hope some miracle, if we pray, mm. it will mm. be solved. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take your calls on 0891-104-207. We'll take those calls in a minute, but let's take a quick break before that. Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. Yep, so let's have that conversation. 0891-104-207. We are discussing young boys. We have a, a fantastic panel. Rems Mabota, founder of Future Kings, is in studio with us. Reverend Bafana Kumalo, senior strategist at Sonke Gender Justice, and Dr. Linda Ngobe, who is a CEO of Love Life. And it's a tough one because... I feel that part of what we are not confronting, so we are dealing with the now, but we haven't begun to scratch at, we became this violent because we have a really violent past. Mm. We, I, I'm thinking how is a man in his 50s and his 40s going to teach a young man how not to be violent if all he knows is rage and violence because that's the system we come from. And that's got to be the starting point. Mm. So yesterday we had a summit for practitioners that mm. are dealing with the boy children. And we had a psychologist in that forum. Mm. And she was stressing the importance of how you cannot give what you're not. Mm -hmm. So the first step in that process is to make sure that we, we are healed. Mm. We are healed. We are whole or mm. some semblance of whole. Because when you engage in these intimate spaces, mm. you find that it brings out a lot of your stuff. Mm. So do you, have, do you have a place where you then go and offload, offload that stuff? Yeah. 
because if we are playing in a space that is um, an intimate emotional space mm. and we ourselves are not ready we can do a lot more damage mm. than good so the psychosocial support of not only the boys but the providers of the services yeah. cannot cannot be underestimated it is crucial as part of the structure of what we need to have in creating these interviews but gentlemen i want to ask about in practical terms you have a group of young men you do all these wonderful things you give them access to help where they can discuss things and whatever children learn by what they observe mm. who have they seen go seeking help mm. you guys are asking them to speak up mm. who are they seeing go for help yeah. well I, I think we need to obviously deconstruct um, our understandings of manhood. I mean, definitions of men, we are told as we grow up, you know, you must be strong, you must be a tiger, you must not cry. You know, some of these things people think are just, you know, by the way, but I think they are very fundamental. Mm. As Dr. Mungube said, you know, if we don't encourage our boys, for instance, to be vulnerable mm -hmm. and not to fear showing vulnerability, what are we doing to them? Mm. We are harming them. As you were talking, Doc, I was thinking uh, Professor Andona, um, who's, who's a, a, a senior lecturer at, at, at VETS, mm. did a very interesting study in the Eastern Cape with men. Mm. And most of these men were violent, I mean, which is typical um, in, in those circumstances. But what she found is that in all those cases, <clears throat> these men were also having mental issues, yeah. stress, oh. yeah. you know, very high levels of, of stress. Now, um, we do need, I think, to get back to the basics. We've been through the history we are talking about, you know, what was apartheid? Apartheid was a, a violent system mm -hmm. that was saying for you to do anything, the one who has power must uh, exert power over the one that are powerless. And so we have taken over that into our lives and we have a situation where men are acting this out every day. Levels of violence in the streets, fighting mm. for parking spaces, you know, fighting for men stop at the traffic light and we start competing about the cars we are driving, you know. Mm. And so we start speeding and revving and whatever, and we cause accidents. So apart from just being violent, we also take risks, you know, mm. uh, and these things are exposing us to all these uh, ramifications that we see in society. And, and so these young boys grow up seeing us acting like that. They also act like they see us. Mm. Rams, do you go for therapy? Do the boys know you're going for therapy? Well, well I do. Uh, and, and the boys that, that show a need for that, we refer them. But, but what is important is that actually we teach these boys to defy conventions. Mm -hmm. To say that which you see is not the rule. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't necessarily behave that way yeah. because you're seeing it at home. Or you shouldn't not get help because you have never seen somebody do it. Mm -hmm. So we actually target the ego. Mm. We say to them, stop trying to be this brave guy. Mm. Uh, sure. <laughs> 0891-104-207. I don't know how cool that sounds. Janos in Cape Town. I mean, how? welcome to the show. Hi. Hello, Janusz. Hello, hello, hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I do not, I do not agree with that, that statement that we had a violent past, so that's why we are such a violent people. I came from Poland, and uh, my my young generation, and my friends as well, and my parents, we were just adorned after the Second World War. 
and the crime committed by the by the con- communism and crime and fascism is not in. You cannot compare to even to the apartheid system, which was also very bad, as we, as you know. So that statement that we are violent, we had a violent past, we have to be violent now. I do not agree. What happened actually the, after the, 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 our our recovering to the, to the uh, new uh, system, democracy? Uh, the government didn't take care of our young generation. That's why we are in such a situation as we are now. Also, also there are many organizations, like for instance, education, like schools. When the schools should be more open to the to the people, to the boys and the girls. So after they study, after they, they go, go instead of going home, they should stay at home. They should, they, sorry, they should stay at school, continue uh, different activity, be involved, and actually. Because they are, they are going to be at school, they will feel that like, like a, the school should be like a second home. And they also will not allow to, to damage the school, to burn the, 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 the classrooms because it's home. You don't burn your own home. So I think that that was a mistake by, from, the, from what, uh, the Department of Education, not allowing, not giving the chance to the children, to the, to the youth, to be involved in schools and also sport activity as well. It's not good enough to take, to send to send a young man to the field for when he's cold, uh, whatever he will stay there for few weeks, few weeks there, and tell him now, now you are the man. It's not the man. I was in the Polish army. They told me that after when I finish the army, I'm gonna be the man. That's not that, that doesn't work this way. Uh, we are the men when we are pr- protectors, protectors of other people, protectors of women and children. So I think that we should take seriously the case where there's actually the education system is going to be improved, where the churches are going to go do more, much more for the young generation and of many other organizations. We have to take care of our young generation because they are our future. Thank you. There, there is no need to compare Poland and our struggle, Jonas. I can tell you now it doesn't work. That that whole argument, I think, can just hang 10. But I think no, no, also... I know, about, I know about racism, but you know what? Thank you for taking the Absolutely. You're, you're welcome. What happened... What happened, for instance, there were many fascists in Poland and many communists in Poland as well, here, where there were many people who were supporting the apartheid system. But what happened after the change, after the change, the, the, the government, new government said, we're not going to punish your, your family because perhaps somebody in your family was a supporter of the communists or, or fascists. We are no, no dispensation, we are a new country, new people, not taking the races or belonging to as any certain parties or certain organizations. We are new, new nation now. Forget about the past. Not completely forget about it. We have to learn about the past, not making the same mistake. But, but the situation was very, very similar, not regarding the race, but belonging to specific groups which were dominating before. So the reason I'm challenging you, is that it actually doesn't matter how what we think the stats are very clear the reason people are violent is exactly directly linked to our violent past mm. it's the formative we don't have to debate that at all yeah. mm. all right let's go to sean in joburg hi sean all right sean is well we're still trying to get sean but um, does anybody want to react to that it's a diversion. Oh. I don't think we should. Yeah. It's, it's a serious diversion. There are, there are bigger issues. All right. Yeah. Well, we, while we wrap our heads around all of that, let's go straight to Uti Lesaku with the latest in headline. Call Pimelo Mutine now.
Thanks very much for staying with us. Uh, it is a men's forum. We're discussing the boy child. Rams Mabote is our founder of Future Kings. He's in studio with us. Reverend Bafana Kumalo, senior strategist at Sonke Gender Justice, is also with us in studio. Dr. Linda Ngube, CEO of Love Life, uh, is also here in studio. So you had, um, I think it was a boys' summit yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot. There's a lot to deal with. My question, I think, then is what was the most pressing, what's the most urgent thing to tackle now? Because you've said it yourself, it's not something that's going to be coming. We are already in a crisis with our boy children. There's a lot of things that came out of the summit and the different people that are already doing stuff mm. in the in the, in the the child space. I think it is important to acknowledge that um, a lot of the issues we're facing with boys are based on the social ecological framework or uh, environment they come from. So the most pressing things that a thing that we need to be addressing now mm. moving forward is parents parenting. Mm. Because it's one thing for a, a, a young man to go to Rams mentorship program and Rams is you're a king and a king does not destroy, he protects and he really fires up this boy mm. and this boy goes home. And he sees daddy is hitting, hitting. mommy. Mm-hmm. Or if daddy is not there, mm-hmm. mommy is taking out her daddy, baby daddy mm-hmm. issues, issues on him mm-hmm. and telling him how useless he is. Or like Domo fanano, mm-hmm. I mean, this child. And then from so there is the self that we try to build off the boy because sure. we have them. But they must be the home that is a constructive yeah. environment. They must be the school. Mm-hmm. They must be the community. We need to be having dialogues with the elders in the communities for them to really understand that when they do stuff in the presence of kids, they're watching. And when they learning. say stuff like, stop behaving like a girl. Stop oh, the man. patriarchal norms. Huh? Yeah. Uh, some of us, it's the mothers that yeah. are, uh, yes. are, are bringing up those patriarchal norms. Mm-hmm. So allow me to speak as a mother, because mm-hmm. if they, the men speak, then mm-hmm. it will be men defending patriarchy. Mm-hmm. When I say to my son, why are you vomakshaya? Mm-hmm. Go back and mm-hmm. fight, fight back. Yeah. Why are you fighting? Why are you crying? What mm-hmm. kind of man are you going to be? Oh. Don't wash the dishes. Go play outside. Girls, you come wash the dishes. I am raising oh, up this boy. Those values, in, those values oh, yeah. and just um, contributing to the negativity that we start seeing out in the streets. Mm-hmm. So we've got to parent in the home. Mm-hmm. We've got to look at his, each other's children as our children and parent them and love them. And there's a lot of orphans. Mm-hmm. We have got to be doing what mm-hmm. we can do in our space. Government can't raise our kids for us. Government can fix our communities for us as much as they would want to, and the intention is there. But the day-to-day stuff mm. has got to be done by us. And we've also got to be brave enough to call each other out. I I was speaking to somebody who was traumatized, a mother who was traumatized just because she was at a sports match. I don't know, rugby or soccer, whatever it was, and witnessed what felt like unfair bullying of another boy. And in fact, it came from the coach who are saying, come on, you know, all this very, this kind of language that I think is, is people think is necessary, right? Go on, just smash Get him. up, get up and push back. Whatever. And she said, what, you know, what, what, what is that? And, and what she was saying was what was so frightening is how other parents felt she didn't need to be there. Oh. 
Mm. She was making the boys sissies and how are they going to mm. win with mm. her little attitude, little attitude of a mother trying to protect another boy from being bullied in that manner. And I'm calling it bullying. I don't mm. think they call it bullying. They, you know, they call it coaching or whatever the case may be. But she felt like there was no space for her to say, guys, but what are we doing? Yeah, it's just a match. You know, and it's kids. Just yeah, it's kids. They're Having playing. Fun. Mm. They are playing. That's they, the word. Yeah. Playing, mm. and we go make them violent. Yeah, let's go quickly to Tammy, who's calling us from the Eastern Cape. Hi, Tammy. Tammy, welcome to the show. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, sister. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for calling. Okay. Wow. You 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 you've touched. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. You've, you've touched a nerve, like a. I have been dealing with, uh, like, I'm, I've got an NGO dealing with boys, like with men. Mm. Uh, it's true. You find that uh, the, the, the men are feeling left behind in, the, in, in, in our country, especially South African men. Uh, that's why you find that, like, like, if you go to a ship in, or any shop, the, the 90% of the people you will find there sitting around are, are, are men. So, 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 so when you ask, like I, I was asking a lady who has a show, who's running a shop in my village, how many women are in the village, young women are in the village? I found out that most of the young women are in universities, are at work, in big cities, but the men are loitering mm. around. So the, the, these men cannot, com- cannot be compatible to the, to, to the young women who are at the same age as them. So... Yeah, we 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 we, 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 we neglected the the the, the boy child, hmm. and, and then and the, the, this thing of these things like going through the like the, the rituals that men go through. Some of those rituals are negative. They are not they're like they're teaching them that a man is, is something that is not supposed to show feelings. Hmm. Hmm. You, should, you shouldn't have emotions as a man. Like if a man cries, like. People say, "Why are you crying, you man? You shouldn't be crying." So this is, and when I usually say, when they cry, they cry with bullets. Mm. They, they shoot. Mm. That, that's how they mm. cry, mm. or they take a knife and then they stab mm. because uh, anger comes from fear. Sure. Thank so you so if much, Tammy. I'm afraid of something. I'm gonna attack it. Mm. Thank you for the topic. Oh, thanks for calling. Tammy sounds quite touched. Rev, how do we embolden the lone voice? Because, you know, as you said, Doc, you are going to have those boys coming out of your groups, very niche groups, where you are doing a lot to teach them to, to, to deal with the ego and do the right thing and so on. He goes back into the playing field and he's a lone voice. Yeah. How do we embolden the lone voice? I think we have a challenge that uh, the narrative that is out there about men is negative. Mm. It's either a man who's abusive, drunkard, blah 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 we never have uh, champions like rams being profiled positively yes. in the media mm-hmm. you know uh, men who are positive men who do good things men who uh, support their families men who bring up their children properly you know uh, at Songa we have a, prog- a program called positive parenting where we are saying the issue of bringing up children is not a woman's role alone <laughs> it takes two to tango so it must take two to also bring up the children. Mm. Many of our families in South Africa are brought out by mothers, single mothers. Fathers are absent. Even those fathers who are present, 
but they are absent because they are seeing themselves as ATMs. It's only present when they, there's money for school fees and what have you. They don't want to have anything to do with what is called softer stuff, what my colleague Mbuiselo calls emotional investment. Mm. So we need to begin to say, how do we change the narrative? Let's profile those positive attributes of masculinities that say, you can be a man that takes the child to the clinic and there's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. You can be a man that cooks in your home for your family, with your kids, because then you are exemplifying what it means to be a man in this society. Now, who are the people that are going to draw you back? It's not the family, it's the neighbors. You know, when you cook, what do people say in the township? There's something wrong with that man. It's something positive that actually we celebrate. When when I do this with both my sons and my, 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 my daughter, in my house, there's no chores for men and mm. chores for girls. You know, chores are chores. Mm. We all do what we have to do at the time that needs uh, that needs to be done. Now, we need more of those kinds of... Men seem to want permission to want to act good mm. so that they can get... I don't think... Um, I always say to people, I don't babysit. Babysitting is for somebody you hire yeah. who you takes parent. responsibility on your behalf. I parent my child. <laughs> you know, the fact that my wife is a church for a meeting i'm not s sitting in and looking after the kids no she is at a meeting because she has to be at the meeting and i'm parenting because i have to be there to play my role as a father and that is what we need to see more of and without people being shy about doing those kinds of chores let's take a quick break we'll take more of your calls i do see you Siv, and i see you also sean and uh, we'll continue with this conversation after this here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.4 FM in Durban. Thank you so much for staying with us. It is 16 minutes to 3 o'clock. I mean, we, we are running out of time. It's a difficult conversation. And my guest, Rams Mabote, Reverend Bafana Kumalo, Dr. Linda Ngobe, we're discussing boy children. I, I You know, Reverend, you spoke a little bit about... Um, the, the person that we idolize um, and why is it that the likes of Rams are not the people that we idolize it was on this very platform that I was asking why is it that we have an entire national magazine profiling on the cover uh, a convicted rapist and I, it's almost like I was speaking to another population that doesn't have rape culture as a problem where everybody said to me, leave him alone, mm. he's our star. Yes. And what I'm saying is, as you make him the hero, you're removing time and space and shine away from a real hero. Mm. Yep. Yep. And I don't know if, Rams, you want to speak to this, because it is a big problem with our media. It's a big problem with how are you going to role model people who need to be role modeled because this conversation needs all of us to buy in on what is good, what is right. Mm. So the first definition of news I learned as a 20-year-old student journalist was news is all that hurts, mm. all else is advertising. Mm. So mm. it has remained there forever. Mm. So that uh, fellow South African that uh, made the cover will make the cover and others will make Absolutely. the cover forever. Mm. And I don't even think that we should spend time lamenting that. Yeah. We should, and the world has become so beautiful now with social media mm. and stuff oh. like that. We need to create our own avenues and yep. start speaking in our own spaces. Okay. I don't see commercial media 
idolizing what these people are doing. Here's a trouble, Rams. Stats have shown that people speak in silos. Mm-hmm. So those who you follow are like-minded people. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about those we're leaving behind yeah. who are mm-hmm. not in your camp. But but what we need to do is is for, for those that follow me, 10 of them to go to one each and then yeah. one each. It's a long process, mm. but the only way to break the chain, I can tell you now, you're not going to tell any commercial editor that this this guy called <laughs> Rams must be on their cover. I like, get it. I, what are I you talking it. about? Yeah. When Those are the things that make covers. You know, those mm. are the things that, that ex- rightly or wrongly, yes. but I don't want to waste our energies on that. Mm. If you look at the work that Songke has done over the last two decades, who celebrates that? Huge work that happens on the ground. Mm. But if we stop, well, you know, the work is more important than the, the PR, in my view. I hear you. Much more important than the PR. Let's go to your calls. I'll go quickly to Sean. Thanks for your patience, Sean. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show, Sean. Uh, hi. Um, I would just like to first um, greet everyone and just quickly mention a few things uh, on thoughts I have about the boy child. I think what is happening is the world is changing uh, and, the, and the model we grew up with was uh, a mother and a father, uh, and uh, the mother satisf- satisfied the, and the woman satisfied the male role, or the mother role, and the father was satisfied by the by the the male role. So, in the changing of of the world we live in, uh, the definitions of what a woman is and what a man is, I I sort of see it as changing, and we sort of have to take that into factor as well as we uh, as we look at boy child. Uh, and what is what I've also sort of seen happening is that we are not a nuclear family anymore, and each person is an individual on their own. And because of that, a space has to be created in the economy for both. It used to be the man who goes out and hunts and comes and brings back things to the family, but now it's each individual for themselves. What has sort of happened, from my point of view, on that is that there's a vilification of man, um, and uh, man is it's almost like the boy has been made to look like a villain and uh, the oppressor for, and created an improper system for, for other people to live in. So maybe that has to, that has to be moved away. That hmm. it's not, It shouldn't be a vilification of one to raise the other. Uh, we should try to raise both. And I think we also do need to recognize, for me, there is, there is a difference between man and woman, how, how I, I see, how I act with, how how I act with young girls and how I, I see young boys act, I see differences. And I think in the nurturing, we also have to take that into cognizance. Um, working with men in my environment, you can just see that there are differences in how men relate. Um, so the types of words we can use and the type of jokes we do, we make with each other are different to the types of jokes I see my mm-hmm. sisters and uh, my other female friends making with each other. And uh, I tend to find that Okay, in older days, guys didn't take things as personally. We used to joke around and used to be not that serious. And in today's world, I, I found things have become more personal. People take things more emotionally. And uh, I think maybe that could be as a result of... Um, okay, I'll call it lack of fathers in the home uh, overall. That the emotional side of the man inside, they don't know how to handle themselves uh, from what I've seen. But... They don't know how to handle the aggression because aggression is a tool that you can use to create creativity. And uh, stubbornness is a tool that keeps you running when you're tired. 
So these are tools that boys need to know how to use growing up. Otherwise, if they don't know how to use and how to control themselves from the inside out, then it's a messed up situation. And for me, the only person that can truly give that inner control for the boy is, is the father. Uh, just because of the role model or the father figure and somebody who understands how it feels and how the frustrations are and how humiliation feels to a boy and things like that. Um, so I think really the father not being at home, the change of the society uh, are things that we need to look at when we talk about uh, what we want for our boy children. Uh, because the current model of what a man is is changing, and I don't think uh, I don't think we've, uh, we've actually adjusted. To that Thanks very much for that, Sean. Take note of that. Let's quickly go to Shiv. Is calling us from Durban. Hi, Shiv. How's it? Good. Good. Thanks for calling, Shiv. How's it? How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Go ahead. Good stuff. Um, I think the perspective that I can bring that like slightly different than actually why this whole conversation piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. was um, that, you know, I am in my like 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Early 20s. Mm-hmm. And um, it's quite, I'd say, um, foundational phases of defining who I am as a man and that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that I've like, that I think I would say worries me or sort of um, keeps me up at night in a sense is like, as a young man, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you talk about sort of bringing out your softer qualities and uh, say, you know, doing doing things that are seen as um, societally more domesticated in inverted commas sort of uh, activity, like say washing the dishes, washing the clothes, uh, mm. all of that sort of a thing. Um, you know, there is, it's tough to do when there is quite a, like, a stigma attached to it. Mm. And so, any ideas about, like, I guess, how you would, as a young person, um, incorporate the sort of softer qualities whilst I think it's important that you do maintain that sort of uh, masculine sort of um, mm, image in certain places. I don't know what you think about that because mm. I'm still quite, you know, it's, it's rather ambiguous, you know, mm. because you listen to this sort of a thing like say, okay, you shouldn't be necessarily too uh, the violent sort of aspect of being a male maybe. Mm. Um, you know, that's seen mm. as bad, but sometimes like um, say I'm going working on my area or something and uh, if you it's like tough to like manage that thing mm. the difference between like say masculine mm. qualities mm. and being a pushover to say without those like if you aren't necessarily uh, loud or vi- violent I guess maybe it's something to do with the context yeah. of where you live Yeah. like if your area necessitates that sort of behavior then you need that you know just to get by in a sense Got so, you. Um, we really hear you. So, I'm worried about yeah. time, but I mean, I, I'm listening to this young man, and I get it. I get what he's saying. He wants to be the upright citizen, but he also wants to belong. Mm. And that's the point I, I was making. So, <clears throat> it's ego. Mm. I I have to belong. Yeah. So I I, yeah. I can't be the yeah. odd one out. Yeah. An outlier. Yes. I, I, therefore, I have to take the first puff of cigarette. I have to yes. take the first drink. Yes. I have to touch the girl's boobs in the bus mm. or in, in class mm. because I can't be the odd guy. Mm. And I'm saying you gotta be the odd mm. guy. Actually, oh. you have to be. And in answering even even the other uh, Tammy's issue about you know all he finds in the in the taverns are men and stuff like that. But you know. Boo-hoo. Men should also realize that they created this problem. Oh. It is tough to be an outlier. Mm. Women in boardrooms are suffering because they're still alone in the boardrooms. Oh. It, black people are still battling in corporate because they're alone there. Yeah. So if you're going to be a great guy, you must accept 
that it's not going to be easy. You're mm. going to be an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gosh, I there's more to say about this. We'll take your calls on 0891-104-207. This quick, quick last break, and then we'll round it off uh, before we, we end at 3 o'clock. SAFM. Prime time all day long. So we are rounding up our conversation on uh, boy children and what needs to happen to sort of help lift them out of the really dire situation that we face at the moment, violence and so on. It's, it's a lot that we've been discussing. Dr. Linda Ngube is our CEO of Love Life. She's in studio with us. Reverend Bafana Kumalo is also with us from Sonke Gender Justice and Rams Mabote, uh, Future Kings founder, is also here with us. So, you know, we, we spoke about a lot of things. I was just listening to that young man and he... I, you know, I hear you, Rems, but when you are young, it's tough. Hey, I mean, it's tough being a teenager. It's 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 not easy. You said as women, it's tough. You know, fitting in and and all of that. Is that the only solution to kind of toughen up and just be a loner? Is that is that it? Is that it, Reverend? Is is that the message to young boys to say, well? If you're going to take the, the 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 good path, then unfortunately you're going to be alone in this. Well, we need to have the courage to do things that we are convicted that they are correct mm. and that it's not wrong to do that. Um, I mean, talk about issues of HIV AIDS. Why we have this major problem in South Africa is because there's peer pressure for young people. Dr. Ngobe can tell us a lot about how young people convince themselves to prove that you are a man, you must have so many girlfriends and you mm. must sleep with them and all of that. And so it creates these problems. But what do we do as an intervention? We then say, no, let's do virginity testing for girls. But what are programs for boys? Mm. As if these girls impregnate themselves. So we are trying to close the door, but actually we have left a whole gap where the problem is still you know, coming in freely. So we need to close the door properly by saying, how do we have conversations with boys so that we explain to them what does it mean to be a boy? What does it mean to be a man in this society? How do you relate to women? How do you relate to your peers? That it does not make you feel you are odd because mm. you don't have seven girlfriends. Mm. You know, that you are odd because you don't take chances and smoke and, and all of these other things. That it's actually perfectly okay not to do those things and do other things and be celebrated for those positive things. Now, the models that we have, I talked about this earlier, is that who are the role models for our children? It's the guys who steal BMWs and spin them in the corner. You know, it's not the guys that uh, go to school, mm -hmm. you know, do but, all the right but, things. But, and what if. So we, we must change the narrative about what are the good values that we actually invest in as a society. But, but, but is, is the, the, the elephant not in, in the room, not the fact that it's easy to talk about thugs, the guys that steal the BMW and so on. I'm asking us about the guy that is wearing a suit, yes. who is respected, yep. who is whatever, whatever in the community, yep. who but has a family is. and yep. a girlfriend. Yep. And, and nobody in the family will ever call him out because he is the big advocate or lawyer or the big leader in society. Yep. So when we gather... Nobody in the family is going to call that person out. In fact, we all ask you, you must be like Uncle Get the Gate, right? It's also economic dynamics. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that Uncle Skettergate is the guy that with the money. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's the but one I, that's got the degree, he's got the money, he's got the car, he's got the house. He's, I mean, it's perfect. But I think we all have a responsibility to say to Sipo, Uncle Skettergate worked hard, he studied, he mm. became this mm. and that. Mm. But 
quietly. You don't have to call him out in public, yes, but yes. say to your sipo, but there is one thing I don't like about uncles. Mm. Yeah. That we don't that follow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Give him the moral foundation yes. mm. for him mm. to even recognize for himself that uncle is really successful, but the mm. way he talks to his wife. Mm. Yeah. And I've seen him it's in funny places mm. and I'm not comfortable with mm. that. Mm. Guys, last words. I mean, we've run out of time. Can you believe it? Normally it's goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I, I want to I want to say last word, Pimelo. Thanks for this conversation. We have programs that are beginning to do these things in South Africa. You mm. have your Love Life. You have Rams's intervention. The challenge is who supports these programs. Mm. These programs are currently suffering because nobody wants to put investment in those programs. We know these things work. They are actually contributing a lot to the formation of future uh, men men in South Africa. Mm. So I would encourage corporates out there to really put their mouths where their money where their mouths are and support programs that we know work that make a difference. The bottom line is not just about what, what your profit is. It's about how happy people are and how normal our society is that we don't have these dysfunctions that we are seeing all around us. I want to thank you all. I want to thank my panel. Thanks everybody. Let's do it again tomorrow. One, two, three.